Hey guys, I'm Pete. And I'm Alex. And you're listening to the Kick Push Pivot Podcast. I'm a former Fortune 500 consultant dedicated to the idea of innovation and growth. And I used to manage marketing tours for the Rolling Stones, focused on creating one-of-a-kind customer experiences. On this podcast, we interview people faced with the decision to kickstart innovation, push through doubt, or pivot to something new. We hope you find something inspiring or encouraging as you listen. All right, welcome everybody back again for episode 10 of Kick Push Pivot. And uh, we've got a great episode for you here today. I'm actually coming to you live from Seattle, Washington. We're doing a little event over here, so a little bit different today. My name's Alex Gallup, obviously co-hosting with Pete Mackey. Say what's up to the people, Pete. Hello, folks. And I'm calling in from the Bay Area. So tag team in the West Coast, your co-hosts. And I'm, on, I'm just going to rhyme all podcast, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it fun. Thanks, Pete. Oh. And then, uh, to, so on the, on the show today, we have Justin Morgan. He is uh, coming to us from Mission Viejo, California. So we're just tagging all over the West Coast today. And uh, he comes to us from a law firm called Wood and Delgado. Works with uh, works in the healthcare space with a lot of um, you know healthcare professionals in the law law profession. So, um, how are you doing, Justin? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thanks for being on. So, uh, as we get started here, maybe Justin, you could tell the people a little bit about who you are, where you come from, maybe you know where where you were raised, and then how you got into business. Yeah. Um, a lot of West Coast today for everybody. I grew up in Reno, Nevada. I was born in Ohio before that and kind of bounced around um, while my dad went to medical school and then went through high school in Reno, undergrad, Santa Barbara, and then law school at USC. And I've stuck around Southern California ever since. And it hasn't done me wrong. <laughs> Smart man. Okay. Yeah. And then as for professional career, I started out as a litigator. So I started my career in LA doing you know, real estate related litigation with some construction product defect. And then I went to a more traditional international law firm in Orange County, worked there for four years and worked on big commercial cases, bankruptcy cases throughout the United States. And you know, at about five years into the practice of law, I decided that I really wanted to focus on business as that was my passion, right? And I pivoted out of litigation. I did something that not a lot of people do, which is they, I went into Bank of America's practice solutions team and led their um, lending to private practice, healthcare professionals, dentists, and others in Southern California um, for about two years. And so I learned the financial piece of, you know, how you analyze a business and how you kind of structure transactions to make them work, not only for business standards, but also from the standpoint of a successful business model. And, uh, I later took that knowledge and skill and then re-leveraged it into my transactional kind of traditional legal practice. And now we deliver a more comprehensive scope of advice to our clients. Got it. Okay. So what would you say was the, the moment that 
kind of kick-started innovation for you, made you get get into this? I mean, you, were you always in healthcare or did you just kind of make your way into healthcare? I know you said your dad was, uh, was in medicine, right? Yeah. Um, I guess the kickstart or the kick out of litigation was um, the pace of justice, right? The pace at which you could impact like positive effect on people. And, you know, had done a bunch of cases and successfully resolved them, but really wanted to have a more immediate impact and be on the front end so people could actually avoid litigation. And so that pushed me a it pushed me to take a look at other industries. And so when I looked at what was really important to me and what was what I was passionate about, it was healthcare because my family's all in the healthcare field and, you know, helping and supporting doctors near and dear to my heart. And as I told you guys before, it's like, you know, my first client is also the least successful, which is my dad. Like he never takes my advice, no matter how good it is. <laughs> yeah. Well. So... So I started there and I decided to try healthcare and I fell in love with the field and, you know, have just been learning as much as I can so that when I do work with my clients, that they are well positioned for success and not just to avoid risk. So, well, you know what they say, you can pick your clients, but you can't pick your family. So unfortunately, your scenario, you can do neither. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, it's a double whammy. <laughs> That's awesome. Very cool. Nice. Okay. Um, so maybe you could tell us a little bit about like, what was it specifically that brought you into healthcare? Or what um, is it? What is it about healthcare that you find so appealing that's different than, than any, any other industry? It's non-cyclical. Um, the clients and the people that you're working with are all going to be professional. And at the core of it, you're helping humans, right? So it's human okay. helping humans. And um, there's a tremendous amount of opportunity in there, in healthcare. And I think that our target client and our optimal client is a younger doctor, a doctor that's in the middle of their career, even actually all doctors that need um, solid advice. And so we recognize that there was a massive underserved pool there because you'd have doctors that have their CPAs or their attorneys, but not all of them have business counsel, not all of them have coaches, not all of them have consulting, and they certainly don't typically have it all bundled into one service and under the, the house of one firm. And so we saw that opportunity and we're like, this is really where we can go and leverage everything that we know and deliver something great to our clients. Mm -hmm. And what is it that's different about Wood and Delgado or just that you do personally that's different than the standard? Um, it's the depth and breadth at which we will dig into other issues at the same time that we make sure that the legal issues are taken care of. And so it's really easy with an industry in which defaulting is rare. And we're talking about like business failure, right? So in healthcare and private practice in particular, you know, failure is really hard to come by because you're always going to have patients. Um, it may not grow as much as you you want, but um, the, the rate of failure is low. And so people can kind of take that for granted and start to rubber stamp things or, or really not dig into something and tell someone 
you know, this is against my best interest as an attorney who's running a business to tell you not to hire me at this point, because this isn't a great opportunity for you. And, you know, I had one of those conversations today and this is where we go farther. And I said, no, I'm not going to take your money today. You write this letter. And when you're ready and where there's actually something to do, I'll take over. Right. Hmm. And I'm going to try and put your training wheels on and see if you can't resolve this before you get us involved. And okay. we'll do that litigation matters and also on the transactional side. So, so it sounds like basically building that trust with the client to where you're not just going to gouge them or do something that's, that's beneficial for you or your practice. You're really going to be, you know, a trusted partner. And even if they need something that doesn't necessarily benefit you, you're going to give them the best advice. Yeah. That's what we, that's what we aim to do. Awesome. Yeah. It also yeah, that's, sounds that's like what, what I'm lot. hearing. What I'm hearing too, um, adding on what you're saying, Alex, is I'm hearing from Justin that it's also about um, kind of a true partnership, right? It's not, I am the expert and you are the the novice. Right. It's like, look, we're going to work together. We're going to figure out a way for you to do your part, maybe even learn something in the process so you can be a better, uh, you know, business owner, physician, uh, business manager. And at the same time, we're going to succeed together uh, at the right pace. That's kind of what I'm hearing from you as well, Justin, if that, if that sounds right to you. Oh yeah. I mean, that's our goal is we want to build, we want to build clients, um, for their entirety of their career because totally. throughout their career, it's not, you're not always going to need an attorney, but you shouldn't always hire an attorney when there's a problem to be solved. You should hire an attorney to help you out with the problems that you're going to face in the future or avoid those problems altogether. Yeah. And I think one of the common trends that we've seen, at least with guests that we've had on is that they have that trust and, and just that common uh, courtesy, I guess, if you will, uh, with their clients where they just, they build that relationship and, you know, you're going to give them the best possible feedback, even if it doesn't necessarily benefit you. Just, so I'm not the only attorney that you guys have had on here. <laughs> you are the only attorney. You are the only attorney. But I'm finding common just threads kidding. with all these yeah. other different things that all these other different people. I was going to feel really yeah, cheated. Well. On, but appreciate it. <laughs> no, yeah. you are special, Justin. You, you are, are the only attorney. Yeah, you are for now. Very, very special. Yeah. In fact, so special. <laughs> I'm going to give you one of my favorite dad jokes. Uh oh, to, here uh, we go. Just yeah. show you. This, this is my expertise. Okay, this is what I bring to the table. Okay, this is uh, <laughs> this is six years of dad school. I didn't go to law school, but the best I can do. So, a man, a man sued an airline after he mislaid his luggage. Unfortunately, he lost his case. <laughs> Boom. I, I don't know if that's just a dad joke. I think that's got some other, you know, legal implications there too. It's a good lawyer joke. <laughs> I, I told I you it. I've got I've got some skills. I've got some skills. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about kish, kick pushing and pivoting. <laughs> yep. Just bringing up all the key words here. Yeah. I like it. So speaking of yeah, so, kicking, know, pushing and pivoting. I've always appreciated about you, Justin, in a conversation that we've had before is how collaborative you are and how good you are at handling obstacles. So are there any, any obstacles that popped up in the course of, of, of your, you know, pivot into healthcare that you've noticed that the, that the listeners could learn from? 
Um, I think one of the biggest obstacles is like price sensitivity and trying and, you know, there's, there's for a lot of my clients, they're at the outset of their careers. Right. And they are told that legal services might be fungible. Right. And that might be true for 80% of it, but it's a 20% that is really important. And so demonstrating our value prop, you know, over a 15 minute call without actually giving all of the information away is kind of a challenge because I can spend an hour on the phone with the client and tell them the game plan. And then they can take that, take those notes and go to a different attorney and say, Hey, like here, do this for me and do it for like less. Free consultation. <laughs> yeah. And so part of it's just demonstrating the value prop and helping people understand that, you know, you don't have to spend all of your money on legal counsel, but you should be prepared to basically hire someone that's going to go the extra mile and really dig in. And you're going to have to trust that person on the front end, right? Because you can't demonstrate it. You don't go halfway with an attorney. You don't like give them a retainer and then, you know, kind of pull it back and go somewhere else. It's not something that you test, um, especially in the heat of a transaction or, you know, in lease negotiations or something like that, unless something goes wrong. So, you know, this is just simply akin to selling the business model and learning as an attorney how to sell and package this sort of information in a way that is really helpful for our clients and makes sense from a cost standpoint for all parties involved. Okay. What is, what is the difference in cost structure or fee structure that's different with you guys versus others? We offer, we offer hybrid structures. So we'll go, we will do a flat fee and then also offer an hourly fee. And sometimes we'll blend those together, um, depending on the complexity of the project. But we really try to collaborate with our clients just to make it work for them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think just to kind of recap, I think that the, the thing that we have to push through sometimes is where we want to help as many people as possible. And they may want to go with their like family attorney friend because they like that person and they're going to give them a deal. And then when we look at those deals two years down the line, it's like, Hey, these are really fundamental things that are endemic to healthcare that aren't necessarily found. You know, if you're selling a, um, a gas station, so hmm. it's convincing and letting people know it's like, Hey, this is, this is unique. And, making sure that they, they can appreciate that. And is that, would you say that's how you basically push through that doubt there is basically saying, you know, we specialize in exactly what you do. Yeah. And also just learning and growing as my own, as my, as, as a business person myself. Right. Mm -hmm. Because in law school, like dental and medical school, they don't teach you how to be a business person. A lot of the best learn from their parents or they learn from a small circle of people that are around them. Um, and I'm learning it on the ground. And so I'm also just giving that information to my clients too. It's like, oh, well, I figured this out. <laughs> and, you know, give them for that piece of advice. They're like, oh, you know, this kind of works. So you should probably talk to your clients this way. And um, I haven't had an upset person yet. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty good record. Batting a thousand over there, Justin. Yeah, still, still within the first decade of practice. So, talk to me after two more. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Awesome. All right. Well, I mean, what would you say? I mean, was there an, an any point during this journey where you thought maybe you had to kind of change something, change something of the way that you were doing things previously to make it, you know, continue to work? Or was there something that you had to switch to, uh, pivot to, if you will, uh, to, to kind of keep things going or, or increase you know, your business? Um, you know, the pivot for us and Wood and Delgado was I came in and I had a grand idea of I want to be outside general counsel to private practice healthcare groups throughout the country, right? And so these are going to be one doctor to maybe five before they get to, you know, critical mass where, you know, they can have dedicated counsel at all points in time. But, you know, I really wanted to, to get into that space and take the lessons that we learned in dental because Wood and Delgado was traditionally a dental firm and helped out a lot you know, every once in a while with vets and, and doctor groups every once in a while. But I wanted to take what we have in dental and then apply that to medical so that, you know, we can really deliver the same level of care and analysis to all of these other practitioners when they are looking at business opportunities or when they're midstream of business opportunities and saying, hey, we've got all this information that because dental is highly transactional, you do 10 dental deals for every, you know, maybe dermatology deal. And so there's not a lot of people that are just focusing on that, um, at the scale that we're doing. So. Interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, I think we're basically at the point now where, you know, usually at the end, towards the end of our, our interviews, we kind of ask our guests, to give a little bit of feedback, a little bit of advice to anyone that's listening, a young entrepreneur or somebody that's looking to get into your field, um, maybe a couple of pieces of advice that you would give to them about, you know, how to navigate some of these pitfalls and, and what to do, basically your mindset, any kind of sort of advice that you can give to the, the listeners? Yeah, I think this has been echoed a lot, but learning as much as you can as fast as you can is, is something that I've, I think is really important. And so when I got into this market, you know, I found and sought out podcasts that were like this one that were talking about legal issues and business issues and technical issues relating to practice and just listen to that during your downtime. Right? So if you're walking the dogs, if you're taking your walk in the morning or drinking your coffee or whatever you're doing in your downtime, fill it, fill those spaces with, with more information and, you know, you don't have to study all of it, but, but the time you learn and hear about a concept three or four times, you're really going to understand it more than 80% of the people out there. And that's going to, that's going to come through and shine through in the way that you communicate with others. And you're going to see yourself kind of skyrocket just because you've taken that extra like 10% of downtime in your day. And there's a lot of it. You know, if you ever see how many books you could read on Audible, you know, and obviously I put it on like one and a half speed or two, but like you can read maybe one or two in a, in a week, you know, especially if you're traveling and all of that. So I tell my young clients that are concerned about moving into practice ownership, I'm like, look, like you can do this. And when you start your first job, take the CE credits on the weekends, learn about the new developments in technology. And then listen to these podcasts and you'll realize that 
it's, you know, running, running a business is, is tough, mm-hmm. but it's not impossible. And yeah. Yeah. So you're saying that instead of sitting in front of the TV for two hours a day, frying my brain, that I should be listening to podcasts instead and, and learning something. <laughs> uh, Pete, do you have a dad joke for this one? Yeah, I'm sure he oh, does. I've got, I got <laughs> ammo all day. Don't you even dare tempt me, Justin. Don't you dare tempt me. But I will say this. I think what, one thing I've learned in life generally is you have to uh, practice self-mastery which I think is what you're kind of alluding to. And that is yeah. whether it's staying in shape or training your brain or building healthy relationships around you. Life is a series of developments that happen over time. And you need to continually develop the business side of your practice like you would the medical side. And I think having an ally like yourself from Wooden Delgado that can help them along the journey, not just with technical advice, but maybe some self-development, which to me is unique amongst the legal profession. Hearing someone say, look, you know, Dr. Smith, you, you've got, you can do this. You can build your practice, but you've got to put the time in on the, on the, on the technical side to learn the best uh, and most cutting edge techniques. And you got to develop yourself as a business person. Because if you're running a private practice, at the end of the day, you got to have both. And I'll be here to help you along the way. But at the end of the day, it's your business. So that's kind of the nugget that I'm taking away from here. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say I have made the transition from music to podcasts while I'm at the gym and it has been a game changer. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the one rep max goes down a little bit, but, um, <laughs> it doesn't quite get you as amped. That's true. You know? Yeah. There's nothing but like Wall Street Journal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the other, the other nugget was, um, it's like, you just need three books, right? Unless you're going to try and specialize in something, you just need to read three books on it. So it's like, don't read 17 self-development or self-improvement books because it's all spewing the same stuff. And so um, a really good piece of advice was either three books on something or you scroll through three Google pages on a specific topic and you open up all of that and you read all of those pages until you have nothing left to learn. And then all of a sudden you're a near expert. Yeah, that's an awesome quote. You only need three books. I love that. I've never heard that before. Yeah, very succinct. Yeah. And right. Three, yeah. three books or three Google pages, right? Of like information. Yeah. So. Well, you know what they say about lawyers, Justin? They say <sighs> a good a good no- lawyer knows the law. A great lawyer knows the judge. So you got to put things in context, but not get, <laughs> get not get lost too much in the weeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Justin. Uh, I think this is going to be really informative, especially for anybody that's looking to get into law or for any of any of the dental or medical practices in the area looking for possibly some help with uh, the things that you do. So thank you for being on. And thank uh, you guys. Yeah, of course. So thanks, Pete, for being a, a great co-host, as always. And just bringing smile all day and bringing, yeah, bringing the dad jokes. So thank you for that, Pete. That's always welcomed. And uh, thank you listeners <laughs> for being here and, and for listening to us on a regular basis. Yeah. Great. And also um, one other thing, Justin, if people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way of reaching out to you? Is it LinkedIn? Is that uh, through the company website? 
Yeah. So our dental website is dentalattorneys.com. You can search for me on LinkedIn. So Justin Morgan and Wooden Delgado. Um, and then our phone number is 949-553-1474. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has been a great episode. Uh, make sure that you follow us and, and like us on social medias at KPP Podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, and anywhere you get your podcasts. And we will see you next time. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at KPP Podcast. If you'd like to be on the show or know someone who would make a great guest, feel free to reach out. Hope to see you next time.